You know, I was going to come on here and do an episode about fear and because I just had a heated conversation with somebody who just called me literally and we got off the phone about, honestly, I was going to say, mm, let's say an hour, two hours ago, actually two hours ago. And I was planning to do this whole episode about fear and how fear is profitless, which it is. And then I was trying to like, okay, let me record the episode on video because video is actually a capability that you should be able to do by now. Norts, I know I can, but anyways. And so I started setting up the video, doing other things, changing my clothes. I fixed my hair because it was dry as hell. And I would did not like to go up like that on video. So I'm like, okay, let me prepare to do video. And so I'm doing video and I just fixed the different angles. And I didn't like the angles. Long story short, I'm not doing video. This is not a video, but I should do video and I should change the way I set my things up. Anyways, this conversation had me pissed off because it's like, I've been talking to this one person and it's none of my business to, you know, say the person's name because that's their business. But it's just, oh, it's frustrating when you have, you know, a friend or family member, a, com- what is it? Confidant? Somebody that comes to you. I don't know. And if you hear that beep, beep, beep in the background, who cares? Mind your business. Anyways, if you have somebody that comes to you over and over and not that they come to you, but I actually missed the phone call from them. So I called them, but you have the same conversation. And it's like, for me, I'm the type of person that I'm very passionate. As you can tell, passionate. Sometimes I can be annoying. Sometimes I can be loud, whatever. I'm passionate anyways. and. When you have the same conversations with somebody about the same thing and you're trying to instill and and tell them the truth and you've taken different stances, like you played the nice guy, then you played the firm guy, then you've told them some things with some edge to get them over the line. I feel like I've tried all of this with this one person and it's like, it's tough because they don't see what I see in them. This person's trying to get a job and they're about to take a position that's way one, less than what they wanted compensation wise Two, not even the job they wanted just because they feel like, oh, I'm in between jobs. I got to take something. Yes, there's merit to, you know, taking something, not that it's the best thing that or the thing that you want. Sometimes that thing will lead to the next thing. It's just throwing yourself into something. But for them, they specifically made goals January 1st on what they wanted to accomplish. And so when I hear from them, they're going a different route to something that's not on the road of that. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it's like the fear to reach out, the fear to be vulnerable in front of somebody else and say, Hey, I need a job or Hey, I'm going to reach out to this person and not just on LinkedIn or text them. I'm going to call them. And when I reach out, even if it's on LinkedIn, even if it's a text, anything, I'm going to follow up like every two days or quicker than that, because I literally need this, like the intensity, the aggressiveness that you have to have if you need something needs to, you think would go up. It's so frustrating because it's like, in one hand, you don't expect everybody to be you, Norrent. I don't. I don't expect everybody to act the same, react the same, move the same, and think of things the same way. And that's something that they said to me. They were like, Well, that's how you will handle it. Well, this is, and I just got so pissed because it's like, bro, actually, that's the only way to handle it. If you want something, you go after it and you detach yourself from the feeling of, oh, I can't do, I can't. Actually, I'm wrong. You attach that. You attach that feeling of, 
I care about who I'm going to be, what I want to do so much that I'm going to attach the feeling of no, like what is, what is at stake if I don't do this? What is at stake if I don't reach out? What is at stake if I don't like bother other people to, oh, do they have this job? Do they know anybody with this position? What is at stake? Like you can't put yourself on the back burner in this life. You can't put yourself and your dreams and what you're wanting on the back burner because nobody's going to hold them and hand it to you on a silver platter. You got to go after them with aggressiveness and tension. Like I'm sorry. Let me sit up, bro. You can't see me obviously, but I'm sitting up this chair squeaky, but bro, like nobody's going to give you shit in this life. I'm <laughs> language. Uh, no, bro. Nobody's going to give you shit, bro. You got to go after what you want with intensity. And this person was, you know, is apprehensive that, Oh, to reach out or to look like that, or, Oh, who do I look like going to somebody younger to, to ask them to help me? I'm like, bro, literally everybody breathing, everybody that wants to strive after something, everybody that's ever done something of merit has needed somebody else. I don't give a damn how old they are. If they got some, they got some information. I'm going to them because I care about myself and the things that I have inside of me, the traits that God's given me too much to care about how I feel about, oh, how am I going to look if, if I'm going to them? And, and what are people going to say about me? If I keep reaching out, they're going to say, oh, that person's hungry. That person wants it. And even if they say, oh, they crazy. Yeah, you damn right. I'm crazy. Cause I'm to you in your world and your thoughts and your don't project on me. I'm crazy to you, but I'm worth it. And I'm working towards something to me. And then when you look back, you're like, nah, they weren't crazy. He, he was after it. He was going after it. He was literally, he understood how vital this time is when you're in between jobs, when you're in the transition stage, that tension that you have to work it for a positive, not a negative, not to be like, oh, I just, I, I can't reach out to anybody under me. I can't, you know, I don't want to bother people. So I'm just going to text and not follow up. And I'm not going to, you know, ask anybody for any help. I'm just going to blindly post and blindly put my job applications in and see if it, that's not how anything happens. And it's like that person wants to jump because they got to offer, they got to offer this week from a job that, you know, wasn't the position they want. I say, okay, great. Yeah. You have a job, job offer so you can use it as leverage and tell the next place, oh, I got a job offer. Like what y'all talking about? Basically. Not, oh, this is the only job I'm going to get because this is a trying time. Yes, it's a tough job market, but what can you do with that job offer? No, okay, fine tune your interview skills. What do I need to improve? The next job, that position. Okay, does my resume match this position? If it doesn't, let me tweet. Um, Is my system the right system to get a job? What does my day-to-day look like? What do my hours look like? Am I just... Oh, on a whim, I'll apply for jobs. Or am I using this as a job? Because when you had a job, you was clocking in at nine to five. What about now? Do you clock in at nine to five? Even then, do you do the early work? Do you get there early? Do you work on yourself in the morning? Okay, let's say you set a threshold of applying to 50 jobs within the first two hours, eight to 10. Are you working on that? Then next, what are you doing? Are you studying your interview prep after that, the half of the day? So let's say nine to 12, you work on just applying for every other job. Let's say you have three positions that you have in mind. You want to do three different things. Okay. What does your application look like for those three things? 
apply, apply, apply. 12 to 5, you can fine-tune your interview prep. Okay, what do I need to say? What stories can I come up with to get this job? Who do I need to call on for references? These things are what you do to get that position. So if you have a goal that you're wanting to achieve, if you're watching, you're not watching because I'm watching my goddamn self in this computer screen. That doesn't make sense. If you're listening, if this is you, if you're in transition and you need a position that you actually want, <laughs> you should be detailed like this to get that position. It's, it, <laughs> your mind will have you telling, oh, you're not good enough. You can't do it. <laughs> You might as well just run and chase the next thing that you get because you'll never get what you actually want. That's a dangerous game to play. I think the most dangerous thing you could do. I don't know if that's a phrase that works. I don't give a damn. Stop saying that. The dangerous, the most crazy thing you could do. I don't care is doubt yourself. It's to doubt your potential. It's to doubt who you can become, who you will become if you just lean into your own light. And not caring about the dark that's following you. Yes, fear is in front of you, bro. Fear is a stumbling block. Push past it. Use it to push you through. There's so many. Everybody has it. There's nobody breathing that says, oh, uh, I don't have fear. I don't have feelings. Those are called psychopaths. If they don't feel anything, they don't care about anybody's opinion. Psychopathic. <laughs> Run for the heavens. <laughs> Leave them. But, bro, everybody breathing experiences that. But lean into that. because. What is the alternative? Giving a damn what people think. Is that profitable? Okay, I care about what you think. You going to give me money? You going to support my bills? You going to have me huh, not trying to get the next odd job the next day? No. So why the hell do I give a damn about public opinion? When you're on your lap, and I told this person, I was like, you know, you're actually blessed. And, and, you know, so many times you look at rock bottom. What is rock bottom? This individual has a family who has a house and their family is like, Bro, anytime, sweetie, anytime, sugar, you can come back, live with us. And I don't know, bro. There's so many people with not that same opportunity. There's so many people that come from other countries. My parents, um, immigrants, they come and they strive for this one goal. So they're so hungry to go after something. But they can't afford to lean on their feelings. Yes, everybody feels. And I'm not telling you suppress, suppress. But in this moment, when you're trying to get a job, <laughs> this we're talking. And, and again, it's so weird because obviously Mind Bully Podcast, I know the mental battle is a thing, but it's not like I'm telling you to push down the mental battle. I'm saying who gives a damn what how you feel? Who gives a damn? Because when it's something like this and it's competitive, a job market where you're trying to get a position, you can't go there and be like, man, I feel I feel. No, you show up ready to go. Knowing that, okay, I feel this way, but I'm going to turn this feeling into a positive. I'm going to turn this feeling into inputs, inputs, inputs. I'm going to work as hard as I can to get to what I want to do, period, period, point blank, period. I told this person, if you had kids, what would you do? You would just take this job. You can't afford to take that job. It's not enough. It's not what you want. So how do you look at it from that scope and say, okay, like I'm doing this not for me, my lineage, like my legacy. I can't afford to take this. It's not going to take me anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going to run into that because I'm in survival mode. Of, oh, I can't. I want, let me just, no, I'm telling them, okay, do jobs that you can do right now. Uber, freaking do the next thing that you can control <laughs> where it has you breathing. Either way, you're going to be breathing and go after what you want. Oh, bro. It's so, 
you know, so many of us are running. Oh, I got to, I, 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 will you shut up? Will you shut up? Because I, I, it's not doing anything for you. You're wasting time. Huh, bro. It's so dangerous, bro. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous to doubt who you can become, to fear oh, uh, the future, fear lack, fear poverty, fear rock bottom. <laughs> Inaction is dangerous and nobody will tell you. Nobody will tell you with the aggressiveness to believe in yourself like this. Nobody will tell you because there's nothing in it for them. They're telling you, oh, well, doom and gloom. Okay, I'm glad. Doom and gloom is on your world. Whatever the, the news say, the people say, there's no job, job market. They all turn. First of all, if you look at it in a practical sense with, you know, some kind of reading, it happens. <laughs> this is not the first time, quote unquote, doom and gloom has happened in a job market. This is not the first time. What happened next? Like, are those people breathing? Do they get out of it? Do people grow out of times of despair? Yes. Like you look at test, you look at testimonies, you look at the promises of God. That's how I feel. That's my foundation. I'm gonna speak to how I feel on here. So it's just like, it's so, bro. It's so. I just don't play that game. I don't play that game, and I'm not saying I don't play that game because I don't get those thoughts. The mind bully comes to me too. Oh, you're without a job. You left the Amazon job. When I left an Amazon job, I was down on myself. Even when I was playing in the G League, I'm like, damn, that's security. That's the bag right there. And I just, it's not here. And I was like, wait, what good is it me feeling sorry for myself? I got the position for a reason, not because they gave it to me. They didn't, <laughs> people don't just hand you shit. You have the qualities to get that position. You learned in that position. You made co contacts, connections. You built your, your business profile in that position. <laughs> Now, what did you take from that position? You start writing. What did I gain? How can I help the next person? Okay, how can I make a resume to where this, if I ever need this position again? Okay, what did I learn? What did I do? How did I improve? What's my scope that I can actually give to a job market? Okay, if it's not the time for a job market, how can I grind on other things? And when it's time, if I need that, I can strike and get something better. <laughs> they, there's no alternative, bro. There's no alternative. You feel so down on yourself and you look at other people. Oh, they got it. They grind and they just hmm, not knowing they have real stories. And even if they are, they are just the perfect, perfect, beautiful person, everything working out. God is no respecter of persons. So if he gave them that ability, that trait that makes them have the thing, he gave you one too. Playing the wrong damn channel in your head every single damn time. It's so annoying, bro. When, Obviously, or we always feel this, bro, but it's like, I don't know how to, I do. And I go from span like different stages, but sometimes as a friend, and that's what I did for them. You got to just keep going at it. I was stern as hell. I didn't budge this time because it's like, bro, we've had this and I've played the, the good cop, the bad cop, the sad cop, the smart cop, the, the talk cop, the, we were literally arguing and I'm like, bro, this is profitless. We're not getting anywhere. Like the facts are. Are you doing the most that you could do to even build a better profile for yourself? No. Are you doing the inputs? No. You're just feeling, 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 feeling. I can't or I won't. Or hmm. Fear is dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. It's keeping you small. You're shrinking. You're shrinking in that fear. It's so dangerous, bro. It's so dangerous. It's boldness. And it's not easy to put on boldness, but it's just the thing to do when you're in these times is to arm yourself. 
stay guarded, stay around the right people, the right company. I don't want need to be around people that don't aren't on this or not trying to do something with their life because those things seep into your thoughts. And then you start feeling like, oh, I can't. Oh, I, oh. And then you just thoughts, feelings, actions. You go take a job that's less than you. And then they work you out because yeah, you, you signed up. No, bro. Hell no. So annoying, bro. I, I, and so I was, even this morning, I was reading, you know, I was on my right mode. I was worshiping. I was in my thing. You feel me? I was writing my notes and I have so many books and pages and notebooks of just random notes I've written that probably made some talking toughs, but I'm not the most organized person in the world. So every now when I have some time, I like to go in and check how I thought, write them down and then, you know, type them out because I'm like, oh, that's a good question. I should use for the pod. I like that. I don't know what question I was asking myself in that time. So I, I'm going to write it down. And literally like the questions I write down are literally like, like a podcast. It's like moments in my life. It's like a artist. I feel like I'm an artist. That's how I see myself. Like a Rosalia. I, that's weird because how did I go from like interrogating, not interrogating, but like screaming to like Rosalia. But like, I really love Rosalia because I think she's a genius, bro. Like the way she thinks, the way she creates her art, it's not even like the music part of it. It's just the way her mind works. So I just like, I'm inspired by musicians because I feel like they can get to the deep roots of how they feel and, and communicate that with an audience. So I try to like do that here. And so when I'm asking myself questions and I write them down and I'm trying to remember where I was like for these episodes. I don't even know where I'm going, but I'm just like, bro, these episodes are like albums to me. I felt one way that time. And then literally the next talking tough might be so like monotone, not monotone because that's not me, but like a different kind of tone because that's who I am. There's no theme to that. It's just me talking to myself, me and my thoughts. The other episodes is me and a guest or me talking about a topic. This is me and my thoughts. And literally, I was just pissed. And, you know, it's crazy because <laughs> I am vulnerable. I'm open. I'm honest. I don't give a damn. Literally, like two, three days ago was the first time I looked at my analytics for this. Obviously, I know how many downloads. Shout out to y'all, y'all, y'all coming through. But the analytics, like literally on the Spotify and Apple side, I couldn't even access the account. So like, Three days ago, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is really cool. Like, bro, you could see like what episodes like, what people like the most, what topics, what I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I feel like an idiot. Like, bro, huh? And so saying that to say this, these will get better and I'll take the data I've learned and try to apply, whether it's, you know, cut some episodes because some people don't listen to all the episodes all the way. I don't think that's possible in any podcast in Lawrence, but it's like, that's where you get, you know, feedback and Spotify. I think I'm going to target Spotify too, because Spotify lets you kind of engage Apple. What the heck are you doing? Spotify lets you like ask polls and different things. I say all this knowing that I'm one person. So I'm trying to do the video, the audio, uh, Spotify, Apple and edit and find a good editor. Like, bruh. I'm thinking of a lot and hopefully we have help here soon. More things on the way, but just know if you take anything out of this, stop. I can't, I, I can't say that. I can't say stop fear because it's impossible, but use that fear and push past, get your ugly ass out the door and use it. Walk, breathe, 
sleep, eat, whatever, fearlessness. Bruh, you see, whenever I can't really like articulate what I want to do, it's because oh, I'm just pissed, bro. I was so pissed earlier, though, like two hours ago. But now I'm kind of mellowing down. But when I'm if I start talking about it again, right, I will go another 20 minutes. And I know that I'm going to keep this short. So peace and love.